Morning. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Well, today is an interesting day. Today, Elon Musk did something really interesting. Elon Musk made what is um, what can best be described as a hostile bid for Twitter. So Elon Musk has uh, stated publicly that he wants to own Twitter. He, he wants to own 100 percent of Twitter. Uh, not just a piece of it. And I'm going to explain to you why I kind of think he might be blowing smoke out his butt. So uh, we're going to break this down for you. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day. We give economics from a black perspective because we are 100% B1. B1 means we are black first. We put our community at the top of our priority list. We are solving the racial wealth gap. We are not going to stop until we get there. Uh, if you agree with this philosophy on educating our kids and putting our children ahead of the curve and teaching them economics at an early age, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat. Hashtag B1. Got to make it clear. We ain't playing, y'all. We're coming and we're smarter than you. Uh, so anyway, I want to say hello to everybody. Hello, Karen and Nathaniel Lockridge and Andrew Wilson and Jeremy Franklin. I assume a lot of you, some of you might have been there last night when we did uh, the Dr. Boyce Book Club. We meet every Wednesday night. We read books like Powernomics uh, by Dr. Claude Anderson. And we were talking about how the U.S. Constitution worked very, very hard. Uh, to conspicuously steal trillions of dollars in black wealth. And uh, so if you missed some of that, uh, there are bits and pieces of it on the Black Financial Channel. Also, if you want to join the book club, it's every Wednesday night. It's totally free. We're reading these books. We've done 40 lectures. We're going to keep going until we get to four or 500. And uh, so if you're interested, just go to boycewalkins.com. Or if you're watching on Instagram, uh, just hit the link in the bio. All right, so give me a yes or no. Yes or no. How many of you uh, how many of you heard about Elon Musk uh, talking about trying to buy Twitter today? It was big news today. It's bigger than what, what you had before. Last A few days ago, Elon Musk made an announcement that he wanted to own a big chunk of Twitter. He bought about 9.8% or something like that. Now he's saying, I just want I just want the whole thing. Just let me just buy the bar. Let me just make it rain. I, I, I'm, I'm Elon Musk. I'm the richest man on earth. Uh, I want to own all of Twitter right now. Uh, you know, and he wrote a letter. He actually wrote a letter, which makes it feel more official, right? It was an, an official letter uh, to basically announce to the Twitter uh, CEO and the Twitter board, look, I want to own all of y'all. And uh, and so here's what is, uh, let me give you some details on the Elon Musk move to kind of take over Twitter. Uh, one, he wants to take the company private as opposed to public. Publicly traded means that you are owned pretty much by the community. You belong to the streets, so to speak. So the community, anybody can buy a piece of Twitter right now. You could get on your Robinhood, Acorn app, whatever you want, and you could buy you some shares of Twitter. You could be an owner of Twitter, which is kind of cool, right? Elon Musk wants to take it private. Private means that he owns Twitter, that he buys it and he owns it. He controls it uh, along with whoever he picks to run the company. And then the bank owns whatever piece they contributed to the process. So so what Elon Musk is referring to in terms of how he wants to do this hostile takeover is he wants to go borrow the money necessary to make this move, which is going to be a lot of money. It's about $41 billion. Uh, he wants to offer $54.20 per share, uh, which uh, is much higher. Than the current price of Twitter, which I think was hovering last time I checked around $41, $42 a share. Sounds like a good deal, right? Sounds pretty good. Now, what really jumped out to me, though, as Elon Musk made this 13D filing to buy Twitter is uh, a, a couple of things. I, I always become skeptical when I see people make an offer in a certain kind of way, right? So, so on one hand, it's kind of cool that Elon 
uh, you know, made this move. I, I think Elon is okay. He's fine as far as you know the, the CEOs go. Whatever he's 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 using his billions to try to make the world a better place. Um, I don't doubt his ability to take over Twitter. He's he's worth a lot of money. He's worth um, I want to say between a quarter of a trillion and three hundred billion dollars. I got to check his net worth exactly, but he's worth a lot of money. Now, first thing you must understand though is that net worth is not the same as your liquid assets. This is this is me putting on my finance professor hat and explaining something to you guys. Your net worth is not your liquid assets. Let me give you let me give an example. How many of you make um, at least let's say forty thousand dollars a year? Give me a yes in the chat if you make more than forty thousand dollars a year. Can can somebody give me give me a yes? Give me how many of y'all make at least forty grand a year? Some of y'all make 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100, 200, 300. Some and we got some ballers in here. Some of y'all are millionaires. I, I watch you all talking and I see you at the convention and stuff like that. Okay, so most of you make over forty thousand dollars a year. Now I want you to process this for a minute, and this will help you understand the difference between net worth and liquid assets. So here's the deal: if if I wanted to figure out your net worth, I could do and, and value you the same way we value companies. I could do what they call a multiple. A multiple is uh, basically a number I would multiply your annual income by and and come up with a net worth, right? Now, the multiple varies depending on uh, the rate of growth of the income, right? So if you are a a high-growth company, your multiple is going to be bigger. If you are a low-growth company, your multiple is going to be smaller. When Kanye West was determined to be a billionaire by Forbes, all they did was they said, okay, Kanye, uh, his his deal with the Gap is worth about $120 million a year. They used a multiple to say, okay, Kanye is officially a billionaire. That's what Forbes and Fortune and all these other companies did in order to officially declare him a billionaire. When I talked to Kanye on the phone, that's when he he told me he was a billionaire. He said, I'm really worth $4 billion, but they only say I'm worth $1.2. And I was like, I didn't even ask you the question. I really don't care about your net worth. That stuff don't impress me, brother. But, but congratulations to you and your family. I think that's great for you. Here's the deal, though. Even though Kanye was worth over a billion dollars, Kanye did not have a billion dollars in cash in the bank. In fact, in fact, it would have been tough for him to probably come up with $50 million, right? Now, now that doesn't mean he can't go to the bank and borrow more money, but that's all kind of subject to how much risk, how much the bank wants to bank on your multiples way to get the money. So a lot of you make over $40,000 a year. Let's take it back to you. Uh, I could use a multiple and say, okay, so to, to determine your net worth, I'm using a multiple of 10. So if you make 40 grand a year, your net worth is $400,000, right? Do you feel rich now? Does that make you feel pretty good? Like you're worth at least half, almost half a million dollars? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but I think that's probably pretty good. That's better than the morning coffee. That's gonna make you feel good about your life, right? Uh, so, but, but how many of you can, if I said to you, I need you to write me a check. So since you're worth 400,000, you can write me a check for a hundred grand. Yes or no? How many of y'all can write a check right now for $100,000? So even if you dipped into your 401k and into your stocks, into your your home equity, how many of you really could easily write a check for $100,000? Yes or no? The answer is probably no. It's it's tough to do, especially if you're making 40 grand a year. A lot of us can't even go deal with them student loans. <laughs> the student loans might even, might not even be close to 100 grand, right? So so here's my point. So while Elon Musk is certainly worth a lot of money, his net worth is over a quarter billion dollars. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy for him to come up with $41 billion. He's not going to reach into his back pocket and just, you know, pull out a couple, couple hundred, few hundred dollar bills and just make it rain and say, okay, I own Twitter now, right? 
uh, what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to go get financing. He's going to have to get some people, some investors, some big ballers, some bankers, et cetera, to come in and write a check to say, okay, we trust you with $41 billion of our hard-earned money to go off and run this company and to extract value out of this company. And also remember, when people make these types of hostile takeover bids, a hostile takeover bid is when you basically walk in. That's the downside of having a publicly traded company. Somebody could just walk in and take your company. Apple was taken away from Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was pissed. He's like, man, this is my company. I built this. They're like, no, you don't own it anymore, bro. When you took that money, when you took all that investor capital, we started owning a big chunk of this company and we can decide that we don't want you as a CEO anymore. And that's exactly what happened back in the 1980s. Now, they eventually brought him back. They needed him because Steve Jobs was a genius. But but that's kind of how things work. That's why I talk to you guys all the time. When I talk to black folks about economic warfare, you are black folks, most of you, some of you are not. And it's OK. We, we love you, too. But I talk to you about economic warfare and letting you know that all money ain't good money. Just because don't just clap automatically just because you hear about a black business owner who got $10 million in funding. I, my next question is, well, who gave the funding and what do they expect in exchange for the money? It's like if your daughter comes home and says, Ed, a guy is offering to pay for me to have dinner tonight. I'm gonna be like, well, who is this guy and why is he buying you dinner? What's, what's, what's going on? What, what's the trade off that's happening here? Because there's always a trade off. There's always a trade off. And black people got to understand that because a lot of us are trained to believe that anytime somebody writes you a big check, that that's automatically a good thing. That cha-ching is automatically worthy of applause. I don't clap for every black person who gets money because all money ain't good money. Sometimes it, you, in exchange for that money, you end up looking like Nick Cannon butthurt in public apologizing 85,000 times because you done got broke or got off cold and said something you shouldn't have said. Why does this go back to Elon Musk and his interest in the hostile takeover bid for Twitter? Well, honestly, it doesn't have a lot to do with Musk as a person, but it does have to do with the fact that uh, in many of these situations, when you're talking about these big, gigantic companies, the money comes from somewhere. So Musk is basically saying, look, right now you're a publicly traded company. You get your funding from the public. I want to take it private. I'm going to get my funding from private bankers. Musk has said this before. He's gotten on Twitter and of all places and stated, I, I think I want to take Tesla private. The stock price instantly like moved as, as a result. I think it plummeted. And uh, and then he ends up getting in trouble with the Securities and Exchange Commission because he shouldn't have made that statement public. Right now, in fact, Musk is being sued because he did not, uh, allegedly, they claim he, he took too long to reveal his uh, his stake in Twitter that he'd taken a big stake in Twitter. Uh, so 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 here's here's the dynamic. Here's the thing that makes me skeptical of Elon Musk's bid to take over Twitter. A couple things. One, uh, when he made the offer, he made he states in the letter, "This is my fi only and final offer." So that means he's kind of giving him an ultimatum. A lot of times, you know, when people kind of give you an ultimatum, they're giving you a way out. You know, they they they're giving themselves a chance to walk away from the deal. Uh, you know, as opposed to saying. Yo, we could talk. This is open for a negotiation. He said, no, this is my final offer. That made me skeptical that he really doesn't want the offer, that he doesn't want them to say yes. I, I don't believe that. Number two, uh, he said this deal is subject to financing, right? That means, well, I'll, I might do it if I can go get, if I can find the money, I'll make the move. But, but if I can't find the money, then uh, no, that, that to me says, I'm not saying that this isn't something that he had to do for legal reasons or for practical reasons, but I would, I kind of read that to say, I think he's given himself himself little outs so that he can say, well, I would have took him over if I could have got the financing. You know, I would have took him over, but they didn't accept my offer. Right. Uh, the third thing is this. this you you got to pay attention. to Elon Musk is an interesting guy. Elon Musk has a little bit of Donald Trump in him. 
right? And he's also got a little bit of Diddy in him, right? A little bit of Donald Trump and Diddy. So Donald Diddy, that's what we're going, that's what that's Elon Musk's new nickname, Donald Diddy. So so imagine, and you think about it, what what do Elon, what do uh, Diddy and Trump kind of have in common? Well, two New York guys who do a lot of talking, right? Who kind of, you know, who they used to hang together, by the way. If you, I'm sure if you look online, you'll find pictures of, of Diddy and Trump hanging out together back when it was cool to be, to, to imitate Donald Trump. Then when politics got into it, everybody suddenly acted like they don't know who he was, but they were cool with Donald Trump 10, 15 years ago. Go look it up. Go look up all the pictures that Trump took with rappers back in the day. It's, it's really hilarious. Al Sharpton, all these people. But anyway, so <laughs> Double D, that's so funny. All right, so Double D, uh, Elon Musk, Donald Diddy, uh, the, the, the reason I make that reference is because uh, for two reasons. One, Donald Trump uh, used to in the 1980s. Some of y'all are too young to remember this. So let me just step into OG mode and kind of share some of this with you. Uh, Donald Trump used to basically get out and make announcements. He still does it. He, he would get out and just say things publicly that he knew were going to move the stock price of whatever assets he owned. He would just get out and say, or he, maybe he wouldn't say it, or he would do something to make you think something was about to happen. The stock price is interesting. The, the, the stock market, as I've explained to you guys in, in class and everywhere else, the stock market is a forward-looking indicator. That means that the market makes real moves in this dimension, in this time and space, based on speculation, not, not based on reality all the time. Sometimes it's based on what we think is going to happen. So Basically, when Donald Trump used to come out, Donald Trump would go out to make himself money. You know what he would do? He realized that he said, man, my words have power. My actions have power. People follow me. So Trump would go and acquire a large percentage of a company. He start buying, he buy 1% of holiday and then 2%, then 3%, 5%. Then he spread a rumor. He'd have his team tell him, hey, you know, Donald Trump is thinking about taking over Holiday Inn. You, you better get on it quick. So all the investors would say, oh, Trump is going to take over Holiday Inn. Oh, we're going to buy the stock. We're going to buy some Well, when everybody's trying to buy, what happens to a stock price when everybody wants to buy it? So I'm going to answer in the chat. What happens to the stock when everybody is going after it? The price goes up. So, so Trump would push the price up, up, up. And then you know what he'd do? He'd be like, ah, I changed my mind. I, I don't think I want to buy it now. And then the then the price would plummet. But by that time, Trump has pulled out his stake. So, so to some extent, you could say it's like a pump and dump type situation. Um, I think Elon Musk is a guy who knows the power of his words. That's my point. He knows that simply by just talking about taking over Twitter, like, ah, I'm the richest man in the world. I, I might decide to take over Twitter because it's a Tuesday. Well, what do you think happens to Twitter stock price as, as a result of that? Let me see here. Let me let me Google it. What's Twitter stock? How's Twitter stock doing? Let's see what. Oh, the markets haven't opened yet. But I think in the pre-market, uh, in the early market, Twitter stock has already gone up because Elon Musk is just talking about taking over Twitter. And he wrote a formal letter, which must make it true. No, it, I don't think it makes it true. I, th I think I'd, I would be stunned. Let me say this. I will be absolutely shocked if Elon Musk actually buys Twitter. And if, if Elon happens to see this video, just know if you want to prove me wrong and make me look crazy and have me have me uh, have me a Negro splaining on, on you no know, next week, then then fine. Go ahead and buy Twitter and prove me wrong. But I don't think he's going to do it. I really don't think he's going to do it. The reason I compare him to Diddy is because Diddy does the same thing. Diddy does a lot of yapping. And if you pay close attention, I'm not dissing Diddy. I promise you I'm not dissing. I, I, I don't know Diddy, but I know people that know him. And I don't want them to think I don't like the guy. But, but you know, Diddy's Mr. Flashy. He's Mr. Flashy. It represents the part of hip-hop that kind of gets on my nerves, where you get a lot of these fast-talking dudes, like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go buy the whole black community. I'm going to give the black community, a hundred. everybody in the black community, I'm giving them $100,000 a piece. And people will get excited about that, even though it's never going to happen. Um, 
I, I, I see Elon Musk as a little bit of Diddy. Elon Musk makes a lot of money by being flashy. He's nerdy flashy, right? Which makes it kind of interesting, right? I, I kind of like that, though, actually. I think it's kind of cool. Like, it, you know, nerdy needs to be the new cool. You need more smart people in your community. The cool the cool people should be the smart ones, not the, the dummies, right? Hip-hop got you celebrating dummies. I want to celebrate smart people. So I kind of like it, but the flamboyance has a, 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 another side. It has a dark side. Uh, it was somebody pops a hole in that bubble then suddenly people realize the Wizard of Oz really has no wings. And uh, and I'm going to tell you this. If you're investing in Tesla stock, just understand that, you know, you better not have a day where Elon Musk slips in the shower and dies or has a heart attack because he's working too hard or suddenly uh, has something happen where he gets charges pressed against him in China and gets locked up in China like, because your stock is going to plummet. Your stock is going to drop because Elon Musk has put himself in what I call the Tiger Woods, Bill Cosby dilemma. Tiger Woods and Bill Cosby, and to some extent, there's a Will Smith was another example of of people who built tremendous, powerful, multi-billion dollar brands based on the existence of a human being. Literally, Tiger Woods, Bill Cosby, and Will Smith were three guys that had tremendous economic value just because they were breathing. They could walk in a room and they and people looked at them on the same level of a McDonald's or of a Disney or of an Apple, right? Well, you also saw that with Tiger, Bill Cosby, and Will Smith, that uh, that one risk factor that people don't consider is what if something happens in their personal life that undermines their value as a corporate brand? Right. With Cosby, you know, he's spending all this time in the Playboy Mansion with with Tiger. You know, he's sleeping with porn stars <laughs> and with, with Will Smith. He decides he wants to get him slap somebody at the Oscars. Suddenly, a hundred million, two hundred million dollars gets lost, probably close to a billion dollars in economic value. I bet you Will Smith lost half a billion dollars in economic value on that one night in the Oscars from that one moment. Right. It doesn't mean it's good or bad. I'm not telling you to judge that. I'm just telling you what it is. Okay, so with Elon Musk, he has that same kind of thing where a lot of his corporate value is built on him and the the, the power and celebrity of personality. And so I think that this is just a dog and pony show. Honestly, I think that he's mad at Twitter. Uh, He put the he put an implicit threat in his letter where he basically said, uh, if you don't take my offer, I'm going to have to reconsider my position as a shareholder. Well, we know what that means. That means I'm going to dump your stock on the market. I got 9.8%. I'm going to sell it all and I'm going to tweet it out that I just sold all my Twitter stock. Your stock price is going to plummet. So the corporate management is you know, maybe in his mind, he thinks that's going to make him a little bit nervous, which it probably would to some extent, especially if they have a lot of shareholders that really want to be owned by Elon Musk, right? It's almost like when Hitler invaded Austria, there were Austrians who were happy that that, that the Nazis showed up because they didn't want to be uh, controlled by who, who the people they were controlled by. They're like, yeah, come on in and invade us, right? So there are people who are saying like, look, we want Twitter to be owned by Elon Musk. So so this this is a, a little bit of a possibility, but I, I really just kind of think that it's uh, that there's some ego, there's some blustering, there's some just fast talking, because here's the other deal too. Here's another variable in the equation. Actually, I'll break this down for you in a second. Do me a favor real quick. Could you please hit the thumbs up button? Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe if you have not done it yet. Uh, also, uh, I have an ebook. If you want it, for it's totally free. 
It's basically how to build wealth in the stock market for your family, generational wealth. You know, generational wealth is important for us. We must build generational wealth. We must build generational wealth. We must build generational wealth. So I have an ebook uh, basically with a $5 a day plan. I've talked to you guys about it extensively because it's not hard to build wealth. You just got to be consistent. And uh, if you want the free ebook, just go to blackmoneyminute.com. I'll put the URL on the screen so you can see it. That's blackmoneyminute.com. You guys have seen my Black Money Minutes and uh, and I talk about it in the Black Money Minute thing. All right. So 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 here here's here's the deal. Um with, with Elon Musk, uh I, I I not only do I not believe that he's gonna make this move, but the other variable that isn't really discussed as readily in the public eye when they're talking about this move by Musk and kind of speculating, nobody's really talking about what the Tesla shareholders want. Tesla shareholders are are not feeling any of this. Tesla stock started dipping when Musk started picking up his big stake in Twitter because they're kind of like, well, wait a minute, man, are you are you getting distracted? You know, no differently from remember when you're the shareholder of a company, you're the boss. You just the difference is that it's like you and uh, you know a million other people, but the, collectively the shareholders are the boss. So the, the, they hire the managers to run the company for them. So they're kind of looking at Elon like, yo, dude, wait a minute, what's this Tesla? project you trying to get a side chick on us what you what you trying? no 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 we we need you focused on on tesla we don't want you over here uh messing with twitter and if you look at elon musk's history he's actually criticized jack dorsey remember jack dorsey was the ceo of twitter who also ran a company i believe it was square and jack dorsey was criticized by elon musk where musk basically told dorsey it's not possible for you to run two multi-billion dollar companies at the same damn time Right. So so maybe uh, Musk had a change in mind. Maybe he's like, I think the rapper Future had a song called At the Same Damn Time. And he got seven babies mamas at the same damn time. And I bet you that if you looked in Future's bank account, his bank account's going to be hurting at some point because taking care of seven kids at the same damn time is very, very hard to do. That's why I tell you guys, don't go out here just spitting out kids everywhere because it's going to drain you financially. Well, the same thing is true when it comes to how you share your time. Elon Musk, in my view, does not have time to find a way to run Twitter, even if he delegates it to somebody else. Remember, he made this bid of $54, which is substantially higher than the market price right now, which is in the low 40s. He did this because he believes he can extract additional value out of this company. He's going to have to squeeze more blood out of the turnip than Twitter's existing management. He's going to have to be 20, 30% smarter as a management team than the existing brilliant management team that Twitter already has, I don't think he can do it. I don't. I don't think that that 20% of Musk's attention is going to extract enough value to uh, to 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 overwhelm 100% of the attention that Twitter's already getting from its existing management. So so that's another reason why. I don't believe this bid is real. I don't believe Elon Musk is taking over anything. I believe Elon Musk is is fighting. I believe he's in a in a personal beef. I believe he's trying to make a point. I believe he's he's going to make some bread because remember he's a big owner in Twitter. So when Twitter stock starts moving up, he's making money. I believe what's going to happen is Twitter's going to say f you. They're going to give him the middle finger. Musk is going to sell his shares and he's going to make a profit because the prices have gone up since Musk got involved with this company. So that's what I think. So so at the, at the end of the day, I kind of think. 
uh, Musk is going to, unless again, now it is a possibility that Musk wants to own Twitter for the same reason Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post, right? When you are in that billionaire space in a, in a society where they're starting to question why certain people have so much of the wealth, right? You have a huge wealth inequality problem in America. It, it only got worse during the pandemic. Uh, you, you guys know, you, some of y'all got mad at me because I was giving my truth during the pandemic the whole time. I told you the politicians were playing games. They were manipulating people. They were lying to the public. Now you've got a whole host of problems in your society as a result of the pandemic. Two things. One, you have a crime wave unlike anything you've ever seen before because we decided that we don't need police no more. Now you go to LA, New York, you might get carjacked much easier. Chicago, everybody's getting killed in Chicago. Even my hometown of Louisville has more murders than it's ever had. But, but well, that, that's because, well, well uh, two years ago, we, we, don't, we don't need no cops. Cops are bad. No, no, no. I'm not saying all cops are good. I'm just saying that, yeah, you kind of need cops a little bit, right? The second problem that you have is you have a huge economic inequality problem because during the pandemic, they were shutting down small businesses, but they were leaving the big businesses open. They were they were killing the working man and the, the hardworking entrepreneurs' businesses, but they were letting the billionaire CEOs run rampant and make a bunch of money because they were positioned uh, by your politicians as national heroes who are coming in and serving the community in a time of distress. That's why Jeff Bezos was delivering more packages during the pandemic than he ever delivered in his life because they literally murdered off all of his competition for the sake of safety and national security. So now you've got a massive economic inequality issue where Bezos and Musk both made each each of them made about a hundred billion dollars during the pandemic. There was a time where Musk was making some ungodly amount of money, like 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 I want to say it was a hundred million dollars a day. It was some crazy amount of money that no one person should have. So so I kind of think that maybe um, in this particular context, Musk may want have an interest in controlling some form of media so that he can control narratives. Right. I don't care who you're talking about, whether you're talking about a, a corrupt politician or you're talking about a technocrat. I believe these individuals all have an interest in propaganda and controlling the flow of information. So in, in maintaining a type of of tyranny that tends to benefit them. So as much as you think Elon Musk is this big liberator, uh, you know, he's going to come in, he's going to allow for freedom of speech and everything else. I think he will. But I really am curious about. Mm, how self-preservation might play a role in how he chooses to manage Twitter as opposed to anybody else. So, so there is that possibility, but again, I don't think he's going to buy it. I think he's just kind of blustering and talking, but we'll keep up. I'll, I'll keep you guys posting on it. I'll, I'll bring it back back to you and we'll kind of, we'll kind of have a, a conversation about it. All right. So anyway, guys, I hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, God bless you. I hope you're making a ton of money in, your, in the stock market. I hope you will before you go take one second, please, please, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Also, uh, you guys know I have a book, actually. I have a, a whole series of books called Black American Money. You guys know black wealth is my thing. That's what I value the most. And here's Black American Money 3. I've never made it, put it on sale. I It hasn't been on sale for years. I, I had some that, that I sold for a while, and then we, we took it off, and we were focused on other things, and now it's available again. So we actually have a three-part series called Black American Money. You can go to drboycebooks.com if you want to take a look at that, or our financial workbooks for children. So feel free to go to drboycebooks.com and uh, just be prepared to be pissed off, I'm going to challenge your thinking on, on every corner and every available opportunity because I want all of us to grow intellectually because we deserve to be smarter than the public school system made us. So take care, everybody. God bless you. Please have a wonderful day. I love you. And I will see you guys later on. Have a good one. Peace.